0: The Jungle Book, Part 5 The next thing he remembered was feeling hands on his legs and arms. Hard, strong little hands. And then a swash of branches in his face. And then he was staring down through the swaying boughs as Baloo woke the jungle with his deep cries. And Bagheera bounded up the trunk with every tooth bared. The banderlog howled with triumph and scuffed away to the upper branches where Bagheera dared not follow, shouting, He has noticed us! Bagheera has noticed us! All the jungle people admire us for our skill and our cunning! Then they began their flight. And the flight of the monkey people through the tree land is one of the things that nobody can describe. They have their regular roads and crossroads, uphills and downhills, all laid out from fifty to seventy or a hundred feet above ground. And then, by these, they can travel even at night if necessary. Two of the strongest monkeys caught Mowgli under the arms and swung off with him through the treetops, twenty feet at a bound. Had they been alone, they could have gone twice as fast, but the boy's weight held them back. Sick and giddy as Mowgli was, he could not help enjoying the wild rush though the glimpses of the earth far down below frightened him, and the terrible check and jerk at the end of the swing over nothing but empty air brought his heart between his teeth. His escort would rush him up a tree till he felt the weakest topmost branches crackle and bend under them, and then with a cough and a whoop would fling themselves into the air, outward and downward, and bring up hanging by their hands or their feet to the lower limbs of the next tree. Sometimes he could see for miles and miles over the still green jungle, as a man on the top of a mast can see for miles and miles across the sea, and then the branches and leaves would lash him across the face, and he and his two guards would be almost down to earth again. So bounding and crashing and whooping and yelling, the whole tribe of banderlogs swept along the tree roads with Mowgli as their prisoner. For a time, he was afraid of being dropped. Then he grew angry, but he knew better than to struggle, and he began to think. The first thing was to send back word to Baloo and Bagheera, for at the place the monkeys were going, he knew his friends would be left far behind. It was useless to look down, for he could see only the top sides of the branches. So he stared upward and saw, far away in the blue, ran the kite balancing and wheeling as he kept watch over the jungle, waiting for things to die. Ran noticed that the monkeys were carrying something and dropped a few hundred yards to find out whether their load was good to eat. He whistled with surprise when he saw Mowgli being dragged up to a treetop, and he heard him give the kite a call for, We be of one blood, thou and I. The waves of the branches closed over the boy but Ran balanced away to the next tree, in time to see the little brown face come up again. Mark my trail, Mowgli shouted. Ta'obalu of the Sioni Pack and Bagheera of the Council Rock. In whose name, brother? Ran had never seen Mowgli before, though of course he had heard of him. Mowgli, the frog, man-cub they call me. Mark my trail! The last words were shrieked as he was being swung through the air, but Rand nodded and rose up till he looked no bigger than a speck of dust, and there he hung watching with his telescope eyes and the swaying of the treetops as Mowgli's escort whirled along. "'They never go far,' he said with a chuckle. "'They never do what they set out to do. "'Always pecking at new things are the banderlog "'This time, if I have any eyesight,' They've pecked down trouble for themselves, for Baloo is no fledgling, and Bagheera can, as I know, kill more than goats. Then he rocked on his wings, his feet gathered up under him and waited. Meanwhile, Baloo and Bagheera were furious with rage and grief. Bagheera climbed as he had never climbed before, but the branches broke beneath his weight and he slipped down, his claws full of bark. Why didst thou not warn the man cub? he roared to poor Baloo, who had set off at a clumsy trot in hope of overtaking the monkeys. What was the use of half slaying him with blows if thou didst not warn him? Haste! Oh haste! We we may catch them yet, Baloo panted. At that speed? I would not tire a wounded cow, teacher of the law, club beater. A mile of that rolling to and fro would burst the open. Sit still and think. Make a plan. This is no time for chasing. They may drop him if we follow too close. They may have dropped him already, being tired of carrying him. Who can trust the banderlog? Put dead bats on my head. Give me black bones to eat. Roll me into the hives of wild bees that I may be stung to death and Bury me with the hyena, for I am most miserable. For I am the most miserable of bears. Ah, Mowgli! Oh, Mowgli! Why did I not warn thee against the monkey folk instead of breaking thy head? Now perhaps I may have knocked the day's lesson out of his mind. He will be alone in the jungle without the master words. Baloo clasped his paws over his ears and rolled to and fro, moaning. At least he gave me all the words correctly a little time ago, said Bagheera, impatiently. Baloo, hast thou neither memory nor respect? What would the jungle think of I, the black panther, curled myself up like the Iki, the porcupine, and howled? What do I care what the jungle thinks? He may be dead now. Unless and until they drop him from the branches in sport, or kill him out of idleness, I have no fear for the man-gub. He is wise and well-taught, and above all he has eyes that make the jungle people afraid. But, and it is a great evil, he is in the power of the banderlog. And because they live in the trees, they have no fear of any of our people. But licked his one forepaw thoughtfully fool that i am oh fat brown root digging fool that i am said baloo uncoiling himself with a jerk is it true what hathi the wild elephant says to each his own fear and they the banderlog fear ka the rock snake he can climb as well as they can he steals young monkeys in the night the mere whisper of his name makes their wicked tails cold let us go to ka What will he do for us? He is not our tribe, being footless with the most evil eyes, said Bagheera. He is very old and very cunning, and above all he is always hungry, said Baloo, hopefully. Promise him many goats. He sleeps for a full month after he has once eaten. He may be asleep now, and even if he were awake, what if he would rather kill his own goats? Bagheera, who did not know much about Ka, was naturally suspicious. Then in that case, thou and I together, old hunter, make him see reason. Here Baloo rubbed his faded brown shoulder against the panther, and they went off to look for Ka, the rock python. They found him stretched out on a warm ledge in the afternoon sun, admiring his beautiful new coat, for he had been in retirement for the last two days changing his skin, and now he was very splendid. Darting his big blunt nose head along the ground, and the twisting thirty feet of his body into fantastic knots and curves, licking his lips as he thought of his dinner to come. He has not eaten, said Baloo with a grunt of relief, as soon as he saw the beautifully molted brown and yellow jacket. Be careful, Bagheera. He was always a little blind after he has changed his skin and very quick to strike. Ka was not a poison snake. In fact, he rather despised the poison snakes for cowards but his strength lay in his hug. Once he had wrapped his huge coils around anybody, there was no more to be said. Good hunting, cried Baloo, sitting up on his haunches. Like all snakes of his breed, Ka was rather deaf and did not hear the call at first. Then he curled up ready for any accident, his head lowered. Good hunting for us all, he answered. Oh no, Baloo. What's thou doing here? Good hunting, Bagheera. One of us at least needs food. Is there any news of game afoot, a doe, or even a young buck, as I am as empty as a dried well? We are hunting, said Baloo carelessly. He knew he must not hurry, Ka. He is too big. Give me permission to come with you, said Ka. A blow, more or less, is nothing to thee, Bagheera or Baloo. But I I have to wait for days in a wood path. Climb half the night for the mere chance of a young ape. No, the branches are not what they were when I was young. Rotten twigs and dry boughs, they all are. Maybe thy great weight has something to do with the matter, said Baloo. I am a fair length, a fair length, said Ka with a little pride. But for all that, it is the fault of this new-grown timber." I came very near to falling on my last hunt, very near indeed. And the noise of my slipping, for my tail was not tight wrapped around the tree, waked the bander log, and they called me most evil names. Footless yellow earthworm, said Bagheera under his whiskers, as though he were trying to remember something. Psst. Have they ever called me that? said Ka. Something of that kind was what they shouted to us last moon, but we never noticed them. They will say anything, even that thou hast lost all thy teeth, and thou dare not face anything bigger than a kid, because they indeed are shameless, these banderlog, because thou art afraid of the goats. Bagheera went on sweetly. Now a snake, Especially a wary old python like Ka very seldom shows that he is angry. But Baloo and Bagheera could see the big swallowing muscles on either side of Ka's throat ripple and bulge. The banderlog have shifted their grounds, he said quietly. When I came up into the sun today, I heard them whooping among the treetops. It it is the banderlog that we follow now said Baloo, with the words stuck in his throat, for this was the first time in memory that one of the jungle people had owned up to being interested in the doings of the monkeys. Beyond doubt, then. It is no small thing that takes two such hunters, leaders in their own jungle. I am certain. On the trail of the banderlog, Ka replied courteously as he swelled with curiosity. indeed, Blue began. I am no more than the old, and sometimes very foolish, teacher of the law of the Siony wolf-cubs and Bagheera here. Is Bagheera, the black panther, and his jaws shut with a snap, for he did not believe in being humble? The trouble is this, Ka. Those nut-stealers and pickers and palm-leaves have stole our man-cub, of whom thou had probably, perhaps, heard." I heard some news from Iki, his quills made him presumptuous, of a man-thing that entered into a wolf pack, but I did not believe Iki. He is full of stories and half-heard and badly told. But it is true. He is a man-cub as never was, said Baloo, the best and wisest and boldest of man-cubs, my own pupil, who shall make the name of Baloo famous throughout all the jungles. "'And besides, I, we, love him, Ka,' tss, tss, said Ka, shaking his head to and fro. "'I also have known what love is. "'There are tales I could tell of that. "'That need a clear night when we are all well-fed to praise properly,' said Bagheera quickly. "'Our man-cub is in the hands of the Banderlog now, "'and we know that all of the jungle people they fear Ka alone.' They fear me alone; they have good reason," said Ka. Chattering, foolish, vain, vain, foolish, chattering are the monkeys. But a man thing in their hands is in no good luck. They grow tired of the nuts they pick and throw them down. They carry a branch half a day, meaning to do great things with it, and then they snap it in two. That manling is not to be envied. They call me also yellow fish was it not? Worm, worm, er, earthworm, said Bagheera, and well as other things, which I cannot now say for shame. We must remind them to speak well of their master. We must help their wandering memories. Now whither they went with thy cub. The jungle alone knows. Towards sunset, I believe, said Baloo. We had thought that thou would know, Ka. "'I? How? I take them when they come in my way, "'but I do not hunt the banderlog, log or frogs, "'or green scum in a waterhole, for that matter. "'Up, up, up! Halloo, halloo, halloo! "'Look up, Baloo, of the Sunni wolf pack!' "'Baloo looked up to see where the voice came from, "'and there was Ran the kite, "'swooping down with the sun shining on the upturned flange of his wings. "'It was near Ran's bedtime.' but he had ranged all over the jungle looking for the bear, and missed him in the thick foliage. "'What is it?' said Baloo. "'I have seen Mowgli among the bander-log. "'They have taken him to the river, to the monkey-city, to the cold lairs. "'They may stay there for a night or ten nights or an hour. "'I have told the bats to watch through the dark time. "'That is my message. "'Good hunting, all you below!' Full gorge and deep sleep to you, Ran, cried Bagheera. I will remember thee in my next kill and put aside the head for thee alone, O best of kites. It is nothing, it is nothing. The boy held the master word. I could have done no less. And Ran circled up again to his roost. He has not forgotten to use the tongue, said Baloo, with a chuckle of pride. To think one so young remembering the master word for birds while he was being pulled across the trees. It was most firmly driven into him, said Bagheera, but I am proud of him, and now we must go to the cold lairs. They all knew where the place was, but few of the jungle people ever went there because what they called the cold lairs was an old deserted city, lost and buried in the jungle. Beasts seldom use a place that men have once used, Wild boar will, but the hunting tribes do not. Besides, the monkeys live there as much as they could be said to live anywhere. No self-respecting animal would come with an eye shot of it, except in times of drought, when the half-ruined tanks and reservoirs held a little water. It is half a night's nice journey at full speed, said Bagheera. Baloo looked very serious. I will go as fast as I can, he said anxiously. We dare not wait for thee. Follow Baloo. We must go quick foot, Kaa and I. Feet are no feet, I can keep abreast of all thy four, said Ka shortly. Baloo made one effort to hurry, but had to sit down panting, so they left him to come on later, while Bagheera hurried forward at the rocking panther canter. Ka said nothing, but strive as Bagheera might. The huge rock python held level with him. When they came to a hill stream, Bagheera gained because he bounded across while Ka swam, his head two feet of his neck clearing the water. But on level ground, Ka made up the distance. By the broken lock that freed me, said Bagheera when the twilight had fallen, thou art no slow goer. I am hungry, said Ka. Besides, they called me speckled frog. Worm, earthworm, and yellow to boot. Oh, one, let us go on, And Ka seemed to pour himself along the ground, finding the shortest road with his steady eyes and keeping to it.